Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. Hello and welcome back. We are interrupting regular programming this week because um, this past Sunday evening, I heard my son's uh, speech for school. He's in grade six. His name is Asher. And he presented his speech uh, to us, uh, to our family on Sunday evening. And just for the integrity of the speech writing process, I stay clear of my sons when they're writing their speeches for school. And at our school, speech writing is something that they do, I think, beginning grade one. So they've been doing um, this for a long time, and they've had a fair number of years to practice. So when I heard Asher's speech on Sunday evening, I asked him if he would be the first guest on Living Light Radio on our podcast. And, you know, he thought about it. He took a couple of days to decide, but he did agree. So welcome, Asher. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you, my sweet. Um, So let me ask you a quick question. Your speech, uh, which we're going to share right after this little interview, it has a lot to do with appreciation and gratitude. And what made you focus on this particular topic? Well, I've just seen some kids in my school and comparing them to people that I've seen out on the streets. And I've thought sometimes like you just really have to know that you have something that so many people don't have. So I decided to write about this just because I wanted to I wanted to get a message through to my school that you can't take what you have for granted. Yeah, absolutely. And and so and so for adults too because a lot of the times we take things for granted. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, as you share in your speech our family's been through a lot this past year and being ex- you know, you've you've been in the thick of it. You've seen your cousin's strength and his resilience and you've seen other children at the hospital and at Ronald McDonald House and did that impact you at all? That definitely impacted me. Because I saw how there's so many babies at the Ronald McDonald House. And I thought, man, I just really have to get, I just have, I don't know how to explain it too much. Yeah. But there's just some drive in me. Yeah. Yeah. You that felt just compelled. wanted to make a change. Yeah, you want, okay, makes sense. What kind of advice would you give? Because you are now just turned 11 years old. If to the parents, because a lot of times today's parents have a lot on their plates. They're juggling a lot. They have uh, different demands than, say, my mom and dad had growing up. I think I've told you a lot of times, my mom and dad growing up, we lived a very simple life and we didn't do that many activities. And there wasn't that, there was a different kind of pressure than that kids feel today and parents feel today. What's your best piece of advice for how to be an appreciative and thoughtful parent if you from coming from a kid's perspective so i think that unless you just take it too far like like when you just kind of neglect your kid you shouldn't do that okay. you want to always find time to spend time with your kid cuz 
if you're kind of neglecting your kid, they're going to find a way to get to technology. And now these days, a lot of kids, their first words and their first movements are either touching an iPad or like saying iPhone or iPad. Yeah. So I think that if you're a parent and you're listening right now, you should make sure that in your kids' free times, they should be playing sports, reading books. And yes, sometimes they can watch TV, play a couple of games. But you should always find time with your kid. Mm-hmm. Go outside, play basketball, play soccer, watch a movie with your kid. Like you should engage. Always, yeah, engage. Engage. Um, that that's a really good point because that's like, hard to do because parents are often you know even struggling for time. You have to think that your kids are the next generation, mm-hmm. and if you kind of neglect that next generation. And everything's just going to go downhill from that. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's a really, really good point. I actually, I, I was listening to Asher's full speech, which he's edited. Uh, I'm going to give you an edited version just because his speech applied to his school and we've taken some, he's taken some things out um, just because it wouldn't be applicable to you as our listeners for the radio show. Um let me ask you one other question. We are doing this ad lib, so I don't have any questions written down for for Asher. We're just doing this on the fly because it's the most authentic and natural way to do it. Now, do you think um, the word you used the word neglect a, a fair bit in your last answer? So, do you think that sometimes parents neglect their kids because they feel neglected? Sometimes that can happen. Yeah. And sometimes they don't realize it because, like, a lot of parents have so much work to do that they don't really, they don't really realize the needs of a kid because maybe those needs weren't applied for them when they were a kid. Then they were a kid, right? Right. And what are the top needs of a kid? I know you said time and focus from a parent. Parenting. Parenting. <laughs> Kids need parenting. Very good advice. Very good advice. And like, because. If you're giving your kid, like, just um, canned soup or, you know what I mean, for their food and breakfast, you can't do that. Because a kid, first of all, they want to have real food. They want to have home-cooked food. Second, in my case, I think kids like to just have their parents, you know, cook. Yeah. Or like you like food. They, he likes they, food. <laughs> they like to they kinda like to help out. Yeah. Like unless th- th- this never happens for them. Like if you're if you're a parent and you're always away, it might be something new for your kid if you like make a home cooked meal. Yeah. And that'll make them feel really good. Yeah, that's a simple way to do it. You can make a home cooked meal. Um, do you feel better when you get to be involved in helping out? Like, I definitely do. Okay. So, cause I know you, you get out there and you, you help in pitch in cause we are, well, our family, our, our, our family values are that we work as a team and this is, everything is us together. So we've yeah. uh, created that strong foundation and, and the boys take that on. Cause and, like. It's kind of like a bird not leaving the nest until it knows how to fly. Mm. A kid can't really take care of itself without the parents showing the kids what to do, like how to do it. Mm. He's going to make me cry. <laughs> He's going to make me cry. I'm very true. Very, very true. You have to learn and teach your kids how to fly. 
Well, do you have anything else? I, I, I'm actually overwhelmed with gratitude, um, and, uh, by his wisdom. And, um, do you have anything else you think we need to share and you need to share? I think you should share with your kids and make them share with you how you're feeling and how they're feeling. Because mm. if you don't know how your kid's feeling, then that's just like talking to a stranger. That's true. That's true. How do you feel? Mommy tends to share her, like I will share with you when I fall and then I share with you how I rise up from that. Yeah. Do you find that it helps you when I share with you? Yes, it helps me either prevent from falling like that Yeah. or rise up like that. Yeah. Does it teach you how to like, do you, does it make you less afraid of failing? It makes me less afraid of failing. Yes. Okay, cool. Just checking, making sure I'm I doing a good just, job. I couldn't have said it better. You couldn't have said it better. Well, so I don't think there's anything else to add. I will, right after I wrap up here, share with you Asher's speech. It is the edited non-school version for you to listen to. I did not write this speech with him. Like I said in the beginning, I make sure to give my sons my biggest thing. And, and it, it, you know, my husband has always uh, brought this up with me as well is, which is real. Cause I, I'm a mom, right? I kind of sometimes want to take over and I want to do things for them. And I want to make life easy for them because my mom, my mom tried to do that for us. She always tried to enable us. And so when it comes to their learning and them pitching in at the house or doing laundry or vacuuming or raking leaves or whatever it is that we do as a family, as a group, I let them do their own thing. And sometimes there's cracked eggs on the floor when they were making scrambled eggs. We've, we've had raw eggs on the floor. That's happened before. That's happened before. And sometimes the shirts are folded so interestingly, <laughs> right? Interestingly. But I had to learn to let that go because I am not raising a child. I'm raising an adult. I'm raising a young man. And I've always held that viewpoint because when I look at my sons, I realize that they have the same emotions that I do. They feel anger. They feel sadness. They feel joy. They feel creativity. So I want to honor that. Kids and adults are both humans. Yeah. Kids will be adults. Eventually. Once they're older, but yeah. you won't be a kid. Yeah. Once you're an adult. No. So you want them to like experience their childhood properly. Yeah. And, but you also want them to learn the components of an adult. Yes. You want them to learn like, I already said this, like what to do and what not to do. Yeah, and how to how to be an adult. So we have focused our parenting style on raising young men and allowing them to figure out who they are and what they'd like to be always there to help them correct and catch them, you know, for major guidance issues, the stuff they're not aware of at all. So we're, we're there to do that. But that's sort of been our focus and purpose. And as they grow older and to see that flourishing is a wonderful gift for myself. And because it's Thanksgiving in the U.S. Um, this week, I felt it was so appropriate to share his speech on appreciation and you really do, you really do grow, grow gratitude and you can really grow grateful children. And I'm sharing him with you this week because I actually was 
grateful for his words. His words helped me and they keep me on track. And both my sons do this for me. They are able to catch me and correct me and coach me along all the time. And my husband does the same. So it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful for me. But it didn't happen by accident. It didn't happen by luck. I actually work at it. We work at it as a family. No, as absolutely. So hopefully this has inspired you to have some deeper, more meaningful conversations with your children. If you have them, if your children are grown, go have them with them too. It is never too late to build that strong family bond because it is incredible. The amount of love and joy you can experience by connecting with your children, even if they're grown, right? Anything else, sir? (laughs) <laughs> no. no peace out peace out peace out from the poirs and i will see you here next week and if you hadn't heard already this week our kids course because it's black friday once a year we put our kids course on sale the coupon code will be in the show notes i hope you will check that out and i will see you here next week thank you so much for listening and for allowing space for my son and to come and share his two cents with you. Have a wonderful week. Thank you. Here is Asher's speech. I hope you enjoy it. Do you really appreciate what you call normal life? Well, you should, because good morning to all. I know what you're thinking. Why should you listen to me? Well, you should listen to me because there's so much wrong in the world, but luckily, Everyone listening only has to deal with a tiny fraction of it. Sometimes we get carried away in the bad things in our life. Thinking about the bad will only make you feel, well, bad. Thinking about the good will make you feel happy. So many kids are much less fortunate. Lots even have cancer. So many kids don't have access to the health care that we have here in Vancouver. My cousin was diagnosed with cancer last year in October. He would have done anything to see his friends, go to school, even to do homework. That may be hard for us healthy people to believe, but in some cases we don't realize how much we love something until it's taken away from us. I don't mean to scare you, but if you don't really appreciate what you have, before you know it, you'll be old and your time will be up. You don't want to pass on in a negative way. You want to know you had a good life, right? Don't call me a tattletale, but I've seen kids my age playing games in class, talking to each other while the teacher is, and so on. What you have would be inexplicably good to a poor person. What you water, or what you focus on, will grow. If you focus on gratitude and happiness, you'll grow gratitude and happiness. But the same goes for bad things. Happiness is contagious, so is negativity, and every other mood in between. Is your mood worth catching? And do you want it to be? It's no different from sports. The more you practice, the better you'll get. I know some may say, we aren't those poor kids, so why should we follow these guidelines? Let me sum it like this. Let me sum it up like this. Say boo if you want a happy life. Say boo if you want a sad life. Exactly. Look around you, wherever you are, in your car, in your room. If you don't call this special, then what is? If you say, oh, I don't like my lunch today, then stop and think, I'm lucky to have a lunch. If you do that, 
good for you. You help the world while helping yourself. And that is a double whammy. There are so many components to being happy. Everyone listening has so many. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.